0: Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger.
1: My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure the stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Now
0: it's time for Walker Retail Ranger.
1: What's up, Retail Rangers? Welcome to episode 62 of the Retail Ranger Podcast. Today is Sunday, February 19th, 2023. How are you, Liz? Okay. Yeah, it's been a rough week. Yeah, uh, we, been a rough we've week. been a little under the weather. Uh, Uncle Kevin came to visit last weekend <laughs> and brought some Pennsylvania cold with him. I believe uh, everybody that was here got sick. Yeah. A l- l- little chest cold action, but we're, we're pulling through. Thank you to DayQuil, not a sponsor. But might as well be, because my goodness, we've been on it all week. It's been kind of rough. So there might be an occasional pause in the uh, recording today, and that's where we're going to be hacking up some lungs. We figure you don't want to hear that. Do you think they want to hear that? No. Oh, okay. Just clarifying. So the holidays for today, this one's kind of tricky. And I'm not going to be Debbie Downer, but we're going to end the show on a very positive note. Um, More to come on that. But today is World Whale Day. Oh, there has been a uh, a sudden uptick in in whales beaching themselves and having problems on the east coast here so um there's all kinds of reasons why there's obviously biological reasons there is a uh, there's those big old green energy windmills out there that is kind of causing havoc in their space so let's hope we can find a happy medium and save the whales yes. remember them when that used to be a thing saving the whales oh yeah well we're not right now we need to work on that uh it is also National Chocolate Mint Day. Oh, I like that. that that's a good combo. Yeah. I've always liked that. And as a matter of fact, I just saw we got four shippers of Andy's mints in. Oh yeah. Andy's candies. They're, mm. They're good. They're really good with a cup of Joe. Let them melt in your mouth with that coffee. Mm. <laughs> All right. And it is uh That's it. There's not a lot of holidays wow. yet. So okay. that, that was quick. Uh, I think today is the first day of Daytona 500 for you NASCAR fans out there. Yeah, I've got it recording so I can fast forward to watch the wrecks. <laughs> that's pretty much all I like to do. I don't know why remember I used to watch the whole race and I'd take a nap. I would like start the race, take a nap and then I'd wake up like with 20 laps to go. Yeah, and that right. was all that was yeah. perfect. Yeah, 20, that's the the last 20 laps is the way to go, right? <laughs> so uh there's been a conspiracy theory out there all over the place about chicken eggs, whether the man in the establishment is keeping us down. And I'm not one to say that they're not. Uh, We were kind of getting nervous because our girls were giving us like two out of four eggs a day, right? Right. Well, we found a problem. (laughs) Uh, I have a muddy need to prove it. Uh, Liz discovered the other day, uh, yesterday as a matter of fact, that somebody's laying under the coop. And Liz reminded me today, hey, when you go out there, check under the coop
0: which is hard to do It's very hard it's down and... and there's
1: muddy straw out there yeah, it's, it's, it's not gross. good I came in with uh, came in with 11 eggs today <laughs> 11 uh, the two that were in the coop thank you for that and then nine of them suckers were underneath we almost had a dozen eggs in one swoop today
0: Well because when I went out to get the eggs I you know brought them out their treats and everything but I was a little early. I had a bunch of chopped up apples and strawberry greens and stuff like that, and one of them came f- scrambling out from underneath. Ah, she it for the rest of them, and I was like. I knew they were laying eggs up under there.
1: Well, I've seen them like hanging out underneath there and I figured it was just for like blocking the sun or the rain or whatever. But... Well,
0: I took a rake and I got four out from underneath. Well, you but got that's... four yesterday, right? Yeah, but that's all I could reach because it was just, I well, just, I couldn't kneel down. I laid
1: on. down almost army style gross. and I found, yeah, it was gross. Uh, 11 eggs today. That's That's insane.
0: They're still good. Well, yeah. As long as they're not washed, yeah. they can stay at room temperature, and it's oh. been pretty cold anyway. Oh, it's been real
1: cold. Matter of fact, in a weird note, it was like uh, super cold earlier this week, and I think Wednesday it's supposed to be 80 degrees here. Thank think, you.
0: Yeah, I think Thursday. Oh, maybe Thursday. Yeah. I, I, we
1: won't do a fact check on that. <laughs> so, uh, what you got cooking there, Liz?
0: Well, I was trying to figure out what in the world to do with all these frozen meatballs. Yep. So, I looked up online... What can I do with all these freaking meatballs? <laughs> so you're the reason the meatballs
1: were not be able to found at the stores. Because you bought them
0: all. <laughs> no, I bought two giant packs. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I broke them down. Yep. And, you know, did the little vacuum seal thing. Yep. And there still were big portions. So um, I found a site, a taste of home. They usually have pretty good recipes. And one I found on there that sounded interesting. They were called Italian Meatball Buns. Mm. So what you do is you take frozen dinner roll dough and you thaw it out and you thaw out the meatballs and you cut the the dinner roll in half and you shape it into a circle and then you put the meatball in there and you just kind of like encase it inside that little thing of dough. I tried to stuff a little bit of cheese in there too, but it was tight. Of course you did. Um, So then you brush it with some olive oil and I melted some butter with it too. Do a little Italian seasoning and Parmesan cheese. Well, first, I didn't put the Parmesan cheese on until I took them out, you know, when they were almost done, and then I did the cheese. Um, But it was really good. The only thing I would do differently is next time I will take those meatballs and give them like a quick sear yeah. in a frying pan just to kind of – so they're not so, you know, mushy. All
1: right, so my take on them, they were absolutely – amazing um, especially like i dipped them in a little marinara yeah, sauce there yeah. and it was like eating a a meatball sub in like a bite thing it would have been better if they had a little bit more of a sear on them a little bit more texture right because they kind of blended in with the bread but my goodness i i went back for thirds i believe they on were so good very very was there any leftovers
0: yeah we do have some leftovers
1: Ooh, i might have to snack one while we're waiting for dinner tonight but
0: it is a little time consuming to make them Yeah, to form... It didn't take long to eat them. No, it didn't take long to eat them. But remember um, what we were going to have on the side? So she tells me
1: we're having (laughs) these little special meatball bun things and mozzarella sticks. So obviously my stomach is geared up. I am hype about these mozzarella sticks. When the fam was over last weekend, when Uncle Kevin came down, the whole family kind of came over. Impromptu cookout thing, right? Mm -hmm. You made those mozzarella sticks and they were the best mozzarella sticks I've ever had in my life. So, obviously, I was kind of amped up for uh, mozzarella sticks last but, but
0: they were frozen. I got them from... I'll give you that. Yeah, so I didn't actually make them. So,
1: what were they, Liz?
0: Well, they looked like mozzarella okay, sticks. Okay, we,
1: we're past that. What were they?
0: Fish sticks. They were fish sticks, everybody. <laughs> when I opened up the air fryer to kind of give it a little shake, yep. I smelt fish.
1: Sure, that's not what you want to smell when you're making like, mozzarella sticks.
0: Uh, uh-oh. <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh, you don't want your fish to be stringy. When you pull <laughs> no, it out, no, no, no. So uh, I ate the fish sticks; they were good, and they were legit fish sticks, not fish fillets. So right, at least right. we, were, we were straight on that. But the the uh, the cheese sticks would have been amazing. But that means we have cheese sticks for another day. Right. So what are we having for dinner this evening?
0: The um, grocery store right up the road. Very nice. Um, has um, New York strips on sale. Oof. So I got a couple small ones because yep. I find that the thicker they are, the tougher they are. Right. So I actually bought some Montreal steak seasoning.
1: That is a good. That is a good hack right to there. kind of amp it up a little Can't bit. Can't go wrong with that. the last steaks we got. Were it feels like a red meat's bland. been kind of bland as of. Yeah. The, I don't it's know like what. It, not a lot of flavor. Yeah.
0: So and anyways, we don't eat.
1: We have not eaten a lot of red meat in a long time. No, you, it's
0: usually chicken.
1: chicken. Chicken, 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 chicken. And then more chicken. And more chicken. Yeah, which is obviously good. Right. But it's nice to have the old red meat. We're
0: going to have some baked potatoes.
1: I love baked potatoes.
0: Haven't thought of the other the vegetable yet.
1: Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> that would be a great vegetable. Is, is there a vegetable in there? No.
0: Well, I'll figure out some.
1: No, I'm talking about in the mozzarella sticks. No. Is, is there a way I can finagle that? To no. Be, dang it. <laughs> so, all right. You good? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I don't have the, the deets because conveniently... Uh, several times that I've went onto the uh, BLS uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics.gov, uh, the site's been down today, folks. So uh, in the last State of the Union, the president said that inflation was coming down. Well, the CPI numbers came out the next day, and they weren't. They actually went up. Uh, inflation, I, I can't remember. I don't want to misquote it, but I believe it went up another half percent. Uh, food being one of the big drivers in that. So, as you all retail rangers know, that is very passionate. On our side, because we like to eat, and it's the industry that we we uh, live in.
0: And you like to sell it.
1: I, I, I like to sell product. I mean, that's <laughs> really what I do that's every day. That's the goal. That's the goal. And not hoarding it in the back. Nope. Want to sell it. Um, and then the producer price index also was higher up, too. Interesting observation. So, like, when the CPI and the PPI are up, that hurts average retail rangers right right everybody well we happen to have a business show on this morning (laughs) and they were ranting and raving how the cpi and the ppi were up and i was thinking well these sons of guns that's because they're going to make more money (laughs) right it's just kind of weird how their priorities are well i mean i guess if that's where their job is making more money (laughs) i wish i had that job but um there was a, a little blip to um lidl which is a german grocer here in the united states um, they've announced some layoffs. I believe 100 of them at their corporate office in Virginia, and then 100 randomly throughout the their operating area. I, that doesn't make me think that there's going to be grocery store layoffs. I know Lidl kind of struggled when they got over here. Um, their main competitor is Aldi, which I believe is also a German um, discount chain. And they kind of started throwing down on each other, and I guess Aldi's winning that battle is what it sounds like to me. Sounds like but, it. Yeah, you just hate to hear about layoffs in general. Oh, I know. So,
0: especially in grocery.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, because that was the one reason I stayed in. It, it was like people always need to eat. Yeah, you know, people are always gonna die. People are always gonna need to eat. So uh,
0: either be in grocery or be a mortician. Yeah,
1: and I figured I'd go with the grocery thing. But uh product availability wise, I mean, I have seen a, a pretty, pretty big increase as far as like I don't the instant potato category was. Horrible for a long time. Yeah. Um, that's actually full again. I don't think I had one out of stock in that whole category. Um, the egg noodles seem to be yes, calmed down, I and pasta. Some. That all seems to be leveling out. Um, French fries sporadic. Um, what I've seen in our competitors and in our our grocery chain, it's getting better, but it's not a hundred percent like it used to be. Oh, our cats are fighting. That was a horrible sound. Yes, it was. Hopefully, it didn't pick up on the mic. Awkward. Um, <laughs> And then the other category was dry cat food is still struggling across the board. Uh, dry dog food seems to be better, but do we need to go save Punky? Yeah, I got right. We're going to pause and save private Punky. Hang tight, y'all. All right, we're back. Uh, Punky is now secured. Uh, Morpheus Clavidius is in jail. <laughs> so if we hear him scratch at the door, that's all him. I just realized the mud on my knee is pretty crusty right now. Yeah, it looks not good. Yeah, thank you. Um, hey... We're about to move on to one of your favorite segments. And I know I told you earlier that we weren't going to go full blown on the 80s song or classic poem bit today, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but oh, I heard somebody meowing. He's the beast. He's coming for me. (laughs) Um, We are going with a full scale game today. Okay. Okay. We're running a little bit behind today um, on this podcast and it all makes sense here towards the end. So there's your cliffhanger. Hang tight, folks. All right, Liz. I've got four options here. And you need to determine whether it is an 80s song or a classic poem. Okay. If you get it wrong, you're going to hear this. If you get it right, you're going to hear this. Right? <laughs> and ready? it's working, so I don't have to dub it in after. <laughs> All right. Are you ready?
0: Okay. Hit me.
1: And when the rain is beaten upon the window pane, and when the night it gets so cold when I can't sleep, again you come to me. I hold you tight. The rain disappears. Who would believe it? With a word, you dry my tears. Song. That is a song.
0: Yay!
1: All right. Do you know who? Do you know what it's called? Do you know what year? Nope. All right. It's "You Can Do Magic" oh, okay. by America, nineteen eighty-two. Everybody. Nineteen eighty-two, lady. All right. Good job. All right. You ready? Ready. I don't feel like you are. There you are. <laughs> on the edge of oblivion, and all the world is Babylon, and all the love and everyone, a ship of fools sailing on. Mm, mm, interesting. I got, I'm hovering over the buttons here. That is a song. Dang it! <laughs> Do you know what the song is?
0: Ship of fools. Oh, de- oh, oh. Grateful Dead?
1: Oh, No. Nope, that was Everybody Have Fun Tonight by Wang Chung. No way. 1986, everybody. (laughs) Everybody have fun tonight. Well, I know
0: that part. I didn't know what that shit was.
1: But do you Wang Chung tonight? That's the question. (laughs) Jeez. All right. (laughs) Good men, the last wave by, crying how bright. Their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Damn it, you're good at
0: this.
1: (laughs) All right, that is uh, Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night by Dylan Thomas, 1951, everybody. (laughs) I gave myself a plus for the the radio DJ (laughs) voice. All right, you're three for three so far. All right. Man, all right. They lived in peace not long ago, a mighty Indian tribe, but the winds of change... Made them realize that the promises were lies.
0: Song. Dang it! <laughs> Yay, me. All
1: right. Guess the song.
0: I don't know.
1: This is going to tie into the end of the story where everything's okay. Uh oh. That was Cherokee by the band Europe, 1986. You remember the band Europe? It's the final counter. Oh, yeah. I cannot do that song at all, but I love that song. Yeah. But well, they also had a song called Cherokee. Everybody. Okay. Why did we end with Cherokee? Let's talk about that, shall oh, we? God. So, it, it's a known fact that uh, our newest vehicle that we owned was a 2006 Ford Focus with 267 thousand miles on it. That was my beater, right? Yeah. You were driving a 2005 Jeep Liberty, right? <laughs> yeah. So what is this year? 2023. Mm-hmm. So those those janks are pretty old. Yeah. We took the plunge, everybody. We uh, we decided to get Chef Liz a 2014, which is still nine years old, <laughs> but a 2014 Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. Right?
0: Chicken Hawk, more like it. Well,
1: it was the Chicken Hawk, everybody. Holy shnikes. So we bought it on Friday. And uh, Saturday morning, I came home for lunch. And this thing, of course, has all the bells and whistles like in it. It was just like, for us. I just was, need a key. This didn't even have a key. It's got that keyless in it. I know. So anyways, I come home, and uh, Liz and Roddy are going to go run some errands. I'm heading back to the store from lunch. And she calls me. It's a fine line between panicked, PO'd, rage, and sadness. They were all there. <laughs> I could hear the uh the panic alarm going off in the car in the background of her phone call. So I swung a yui, came home, <laughs> and by that time I think it chilled out. But uh
0: after yep. it woke up the neighbor across the street yeah poor who, steve
1: across the street who works overnight right yeah
0: you know so i knew he was his sleep then his dog started barking and of course, then
1: neighbor, other neighbors next door, were yep. looking
0: out the window it was not good it went on forever oh my god it was
1: not a good situation so we're like all right well there's something going on here so we go to uh, I think you had me bring the vehicle to my store in the afternoon right to see if there's anything wrong with it right yeah and it was kind of quirky, like the display screen would shut off and then the odometer started flashing and I, I, Oh, on my way back to work, I had in the whole panic of things. I had your house keys and my house keys. Yep. So I get back to my store and I'm like, Oh crap. Liz and Roddy are out running around cause you had taken the Liberty, the yeah. old car. And I was in the new quote unquote <laughs> vehicle then i'm like oh crap i have both keys she is going to kill me so i immediately texted you said hey i'm on the way home i have both sets of keys and and you (laughs) said okay that was your text i was like no kissy face emoji or nothing i gotta go home gingerly so I, i ride home everything's cool everybody's in the house i decided to try to do some factory resets on this electronic stuff i called their support numbers so then i get an email Oh, and that was the other thing. The navigation showed that we were living in Texas.
0: Yeah, and it also said the key fives weren't detected and, and phone that, service was disconnected yeah, and, and no longer had four wheel drive. Oh yeah, say. the
1: four wheel drive thing popped up on the screen. So anyways, I, I get I call their support line for the computer part of the car and they sent me an email. And I tell Liz, I'm like, well, I got to run down to the high school because they got a big parking lot there. They want me to drive around in circles, counterclockwise, <laughs> five times, and then open the door for 30 seconds, shut it, and then go drive for 10 minutes. And what did you think?
0: They're messing with you. She
1: thinks they're messing with me. I'm like, no, nope, well, this is this is how we do it in the technology world. You know, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to grow up here. So I drive down to the high school in this thing, and I did my five circles, counterclockwise, <laughs> lost count. Couldn't remember if I did four or six, so I paused. I ended redoing it again, and then I drive down probably about 15 miles down the road. The navigation didn't reset. Still showing me in Texas. And by the way, this part of Texas where we allegedly lived, construction galore. There was all these hazard signs on there. I was like, man, I wouldn't want to live in that part of Texas. But uh, So then I stopped at uh, Petco or PetSmart. What's down there? Petco. Petco. And they got a big parking lot. So I'm like, all right, well, let me try this again. So I did my exact <laughs> three to four miles an hour, counterclockwise, completely turned circles. They probably thought I was drunk or something. I know. So then I had to stop, open the door for 30 seconds, blah, 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 and then drive for 10 minutes. So I'm heading back here to the house. Nothing happens. Nothing changes. Odometer still flashing. Then the four wheel drive's not available. I'm like, I wasn't even trying to t- put on four wheel drive. And then the screen just went away. And the screen just disappeared. The screen said, "I'm out. I'm good. I'm gone." So I ended up calling our the place where we bought it, and they have a 30 day uh, no questions asked return thing. So thank goodness we found one online at another part here closer to Richmond uh, at another location. And today we brought the chicken hawk back to roost because that thing was just scary. It was so disappointing because you know we finally took the plunge. And we like our basic stuff. We want some creature comforts, but these things were obviously off the chain.
0: It was like evil AI.
1: Oh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the suet. (gasps) So one of the things I Googled was like, disconnect your car's battery for 30 minutes and it'll let it kind of reset. Right. So I did that. And when I, I was looking at the battery, the cover of it, it looked like it had a, a bird seed on it. I'm like, that's weird. So I pulled that cover off and pulled the battery out. And dang, if there wasn't about a quarter pound or so of suet and bird seeds, sunflower seeds and all that, that were stuck between the battery and the firewall. So immediately I'm thinking, holy crap, some animal like a mouse or a squirrel had grabbed some from somewhere, ran up under the hood of this thing and was making a little hideaway. <laughs> so that they're probably the reason there's some kind of electrical gremlins in there they're, because they probably hit a wire or something. Right.
0: They were probably chewing on wires. Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny. I was telling the Frito-Lay guy about it, and he said that he has a concern with Toyotas because apparently they're talking about how they have plant-based uh, plastic covering their wires to be more green.
0: Come on, squirrels, eat. Me. That's what
1: I'm saying. You're encouraging the animals to eat your wiring under your car if it's plant-based. I mean, <laughs> a plant-based, wi- seriously? You know, the plastic coating on the right. wire? My goodness. That's just ridiculousity. So anyways, we had a good experience. It wasn't the uh, the car place's fault at all. Right. I mean, somebody turned in a vehicle that had some gremlins and <laughs> ran. <laughs> uh, so we ended up getting another vehicle that actually ended up being the same year. Most of the same creature comforts. Um, a little bit cheaper and a little bit less miles.
0: And more, a better gas mileage.
1: Yeah. So we drove it home today and Liz has a nice new, new to us vehicle, even though it's nine years old. <laughs> but man, that, that was quite an experience. so Whew. We had a good run, kid. We had a good run. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah, that was very, very exhausting. Well, like Friday when we got the vehicles home, I swapped all your stuff from the old Jeep into your new Jeep. And, <laughs> and then yesterday I had to swap it into the old Jeep and then into the excursion because I had to drive that because we got rid of the Focus. So hopefully I did the final swap for a while today. So <laughs> knock on wood, everything's good. Oh, Righty didn't wake up on that one. No. <laughs> so... All right, I mean, I, I think we're going to end on that note. Everything's good. We're feeling better. Got a new whip in the driveway. And uh, we got instant potatoes back on the shelf. <laughs> you got anything else for us there, Liz? I'm good. All right, I'm good, too. Y'all be good. We'll catch on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger.
0: You've been listening to Worker Retail Ranger.